Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Price is Mine show. I'm your host, Sherry P., and tonight we have a very invigorating topic tonight to discuss, and I hope everyone is ready and open-minded to discuss this topic. I get a lot of inboxes and um, emails, well, not a lot of emails, but a lot of inboxes on Facebook through the Price is Mine's um, show page with questions and topic ideas. I appreciate those ideas and those top and those questions which usually generate a nice um informative show topic for the Prices Mind show. So with that being said, initially the topic for tonight was the common mistakes people make while dating by way of self help books, religion and past experiences. The topic tonight is still that, but I'm going to slightly remove religion as I didn't get a lot of feedback on that um, topic regarding my research, or during my research. So in the self-help books, I didn't get a lot of feedback with that either. So I guess we'll just focus on the past and the present experiences. And if anyone has anything to say about the self-help books or religion, feel feel free to press 1 on your keypad to get into the queue and discuss this tonight. I've been throwing around a few topics with um, an acquaintance of mine um, through a mutual friend. Hopefully he'll get an opportunity to call in tonight and share what we have discussed um, offline. But in the meantime, if you're on the Priceless Minds group or fan page, and also if you have checked the event page, you see I posted five subtopics for tonight's show. And those five subtopics come from um, questions, comments, and topics between myself and the acquaintance I spoke about earlier, well, a couple of seconds ago. At any rate, <clears throat> one of the subtopics is jury duty. And in jury duty, what that means is 
when someone has been hurt from a past relationship, um, when they see certain, um, when they see things that look like they did in the past relationship, or what one may call red flag, they tend to start acting protective over themselves or over their um, their well-being. And the conversation came up if you should walk away when you have those feelings or should you, you know, clarify or what people may call investigate. So we will go into that during the show. And um, I see my pseudo co-host has chimed in too, so we'll, I will bring him in shortly. But just to do some little house cleaning, the Process Mind Show is here to give you information, to um, provide feedback to your questions or comments, and also to give provide a platform for individuals to come share and acquire information that they otherwise may not be able to acquire um, without a hefty fee or having to travel anywhere. So at the comfort of your home, I'm here to give you my priceless minds, along with the priceless minds of my guests, co-hosts, the pseudo co-hosts, as you may call, as you may call them. And with that being said, we may not know everything, but we know something, which is why we're here to deliver it to you. So please, no attacking of myself or the guests. If you have something you want to say, that's fine. But you know, trying to go back and forth and you know do a little power struggle with myself or the the guests is not going to happen, <laughs> needless to say. So um, let's all just be mature about everything, keep it open and honest. We appreciate you and, and welcome your feedback and comments um, as long as they are positive. This is a positive show, so it starts with a P for priceless minds. And um, later on through the show, I will give a shout-out to a group of ladies who was trying to do something great in the community and let you know about their upcoming event in May in hopes that you guys will um, follow up and look into it and hopefully attend that event. So for the time being, right now, I'm going to break to a commercial break, a short break, and get back to the show topic while my guest um, prepares. This is the Price is Mine show. I'm your host, Sherry B., and I'll be right back. Yes, it's finally here. It's official. Sign with Universal. Miss Renetta Mays with You Got Me Open. Live from Flame Studios, Vibration Radio, Taylor Kennedy Media, and of course, YourRadioNetwork.com. Buy that. Cop that. Hell, I don't care if you burn it, but just support that. Miss Renetta Mays, You Got Me Open. of the author Trent Williams of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. 
chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Have you ever sat down and simply wanted someone to fully understand your life? Someone who wakes up every day and does their best to provide and protect their loved ones the way you do? Someone who has been confused, lost, scared, or just trying to figure out how to balance their life spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially? If so, Life is Outstanding is the book for you. Anthony promises his readers that you don't have to be perfect to live an outstanding life. All right, you guys, thank you again for tuning into the Price is Mine show. I am back from the commercial break, and this is Sherry P., your host. And I have on the line my special guest, my pseudo-co-host, Mr. Matt. Matt, are you there? Oh, but I am. Uh-huh, get out of Empire. I've been, I'm about to do hashtag fuck Empire to every Wednesday night. <laughs> oh, why? No, it's a good show. You know, everybody watching Empire now. We battling with them. It better be that battling with power. It's better when you DVR it and you play it back without the commercials. You just get right to the get the gut of it. Man, look here. Anyhow, I ain't gonna lie. I know I almost how didn't make it. It's all good. It's all good. But anyway, Matt, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I can't complain. Can't complain at all. So, good. how's everything so, going out, out there? Everything is everything, and as you know, the topic of tonight's show was Common Mistakes People Make While Dating by Way of Self-Help Books, Religion, and Past Experiences. I kind of erased the self-help books and the religion part of it because the feedback I got from emails, well, I got two emails, to be honest. I got two emails from the emails I got and from the inboxes I got, which were about 12, religion and self-help books didn't come up. Um, it was mostly about past, past, current and present experiences. So um, the five subtopics I have is jury duty. And you and I talked about jury duty when we need clarification mm-hmm. or proof, you know, putting people on, on the stand. On to the next Cheaters. one. <laughs> oh, on to the next one phase when you're moving on to the next one. Is it too soon? Is it too quick? You know what I'm saying? I got to think about that because I was good at that. I mean, it wasn't I was good at it. It's just I didn't see the need to not move on to the next. So it's going to be a good topic. The whole too soon, is it too soon to do this, is it too soon to do that era? Excuses. You really know what that is. And there's a quote that I put out. And I didn't put it on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter because it was kind of inappropriate and it was, I didn't want people to use that as how I deliver things or how I, how I say stuff. So I kind of like just, you know, said, fuck it. I'm just going to put this out to my people. <laughs> mm. And I sent it to Matt, didn't I? I did. I believe so. I believe so. Are you going to okay. put it out there now? Well, the, quote, the quote that I put out there was, a woman knows who's a fuckable option 
it's the man that fucks up that option. So we can go ahead and start with that, because I know a lot of people didn't understand what that meant until I talked to, talked about it, and they were like, that's right. What I meant by that was you and I talked about, you know, what a woman knows and what a man knows when they first meet. And a woman knows if this man is suave enough, if he's debonair enough, if he has it going on, if he's stable enough to to get the draws. I mean, whether it's the whole 90-day thing or the nine-day or nine-hour, whatever it is. And my thing was, when we know that, it's the things and the stuff that God says that fuck up that option. Like, we can know, like, yeah, if he played his cards right in the beginning, he going to get it. It could be next week. It could be next day. It could be any time. But it's like the whole game playing. Oh, well, yeah, I'm busy. Well, you know, I just want to take it slow. You know, I just hand to hand to hand. And at that point, we be like, man, you just fucked up. What could have been some fucking good shit? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you as a man, you experienced that too. Like, dang, if you would have just shut up, <laughs> it would have been on. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple of times where I kind of talked myself up out of something, didn't even know. But at the same token, I must say that I talked myself out of it, and I was angry with myself. But when I look back, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't that bad of a miss. Right. I'm telling well, you. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah. But still, but, but, though. I ain't gonna lie now. It. I know that that missed opportunity <laughs> is just oof. See, there's a role for everybody to play. Everybody is not meant, like when I meet people, it's like, okay, we're not always meant to just be together. You might be a good maintenance man for me. You might be a good, you know, doctor for me. You might be a good jump Uh off for me. You might be a, Uh I can talk to you. (laughs) You might be my little arm piece. You know, you just don't, just just dumb shit to fuck it up before we get to that level. That's my thing. Come on now. So oh, when you so 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 how about this? So when you meet them, right? I say it like this. Be like, man, you know what? Look, I can't say it from a guy because that just don't seem right. I can say this to a chick. This is what I say to the chick. I say, baby, now look, you can get your bills paid. You can get your outfit. You can get some. You can get some a fresh set of gel nails. You feel what I'm talking about? With that, with that good weave, you hear me? You can get the whole head done. Just don't mess up what I'm trying to do. Not tonight. Just tonight. Don't, no, don't, no, it's not even a night. It's period. period. It's period. I had well, another. I had another quote out there. I'm not sure if I sent this to you, Matt. But it said, um, "I forget what the heck it said." Something about lack of engagement leads to um, something like absence from the mind. So if 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 you're not engaging me in conversation or if, in anything, I mean that's going to be a void in whatever I do, you know, regarding you. What it said, lack of engagement leads to desertion from the mind, which means mm-hmm. you're not on my mind because you're not engaging me in nothing. If you're not calling me, if you're not, you know, texting is cool, but I usually text, check text emails maybe hours or days later. Sometimes mm. <laughs> true that it depends that. if if I'm going through the the motion of a day like there's days I've been gone from nine to nine, 
then, you know, I might see your email while I'm driving or while I'm getting in the car. That's how when I get to where I'm going, I'm going to check it, but I, I forget because I'm where I'm at. But if you're not engaging me, you're not going to jump in my head automatically be like, hey, call Barney Rubble. You know, Barney Rubble doesn't text you and called you today. He's thinking about right. you. He's, you know, he he's sending you texts. He's calling you on your lunch break. Oh, I was just grabbing a sandwich. I was just calling to see how your day was going. Okay, I'll talk to you later. You know what I'm saying? So my rebel's engaging you to where you're like, okay, I'm thinking about him because he's he making himself relevant. But people who think, oh, well, you know, I'm the man. I got it going on. You should be calling me. I'll, I'll, I'll forget about you straight up. I mean, you can have that complex about yourself and, and that, that insecurity permeating throughout your, your aura. I'm not going to acknowledge that because that's not how I'm built. That's right. That is true. I mean, and I mean, real talk, it should be like that, where the guy should be the one engaging and letting the lady know that, hey, I'm thinking about you. I don't got a lot of time right now because I'm trying to handle some business. But it should be that way. It shouldn't be where the woman is, you know, consistently chasing the guy or things of that nature. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. And that's why I try to explain to people, there's different levels of women that men deal with. There's there's a lady, I mean, a lady, <laughs> Clearly, a lady. There's women. I like the grown woman. I like the grown woman. Yeah, the 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 woman, the grown woman is a lady first. That's how she becomes a grown Mm. woman. But a woman is 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 chronological age. It's eighteen and over. You're a woman. So you're just Mm -hmm. carrying on the Mm -hmm. age and, and and description because of your chronological age. But a lady is somebody who carries herself as such. And if you allow men to come in and do A, B, C, and D and take it, they're going to be like, oh, well, shoot. <laughs> you know, they dumb you down on a on totem pole. You was high up in the beginning, but then, you know, you did this, then you did that, then you said this, then you said that. Now you was like, okay, you just, you know, when I get a chance of when the wind blows, I'm going to holler at you. And then that's when women start figuring, like, what the hell went wrong? You said you want to do A, B, C, and D. Now it's like F. What happened to E? <laughs> mm. It's true. It's true now. I think that um, I think if if men are more consistent, it'll be a whole lot better. And it's women too. I just ain't dating a woman to know about that. So that's for you to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> I totally feel you on that one. I, I mean, I think I think it's like this: if a um, Let's just say if I'm if I'm calling you and texting you, right? I think I'm thinking about you, right? And I'm sending you text messages, sending you little, little, you know, little emails, little e cards, something stuff that's free that don't take a whole lot of time. You know what I mean? I think that that lets you know my presence is there. You're with me, mine, and you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a little heart. Now my question is. When is it too far? Like, when does it go too far? Does it go from the fact that I think this is really, really nice, and I'm, I'm, he's showing me that he's interested to, to work. what? What y'all say, girl? He doing too much, or all that stuff? What's that? What's that fine balance? But see, you have to understand the whole level of nurturing. When people it's haven't received good. nurturing during childhood, they don't know how to. Receive or exhibit nurturing in their adulthood, and that's Ooh, just that's not being. Good. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's not not say just that again. Say some, that again. Some man right being around, paying the bills, taking care of us, it's nurturing. No, that's being a provider. There are great providers out here, wonderful men who are great providers, but they like that common core of nurturing. They not they don't know how to say, baby, you out here in the cold crying, I'm gonna cry with you. Instead of come on inside, it's warmer inside. No, I'm out here crying because I'm I'm feeling empty. So when when that nurturing is is lacked. There's a disconnection that's already um, ignited. So you're saying that they never received it. Right, and if you don't know that is the the absent factor, you don't know how to reconnect it. And then you go through all these different channels and all these different problems and different issues trying to figure out what it is. It's lack of nurturing. Now, it's not to say those, those fatherless sons didn't learn nurturing from their fathers, those fathers' sons could have uncles, uh, older brothers, church members, bishops, deacons who guided them that way. So I'm not putting this on a single father, single mother thing like that, because that's a there, there's a community or a village that can help in that aspect. I'm talking about those who did not receive none of that at all and can't get it right and are in these relationships where they're thinking, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But they're only providers. They're not nurturers. So when a woman goes out and chill, the woman starts straying and stop, or start withholding sex or stop being who she was. That's because she's not getting her nurturing. Women are, are automatic nurturers because we, we carry babies. So when we're not getting our nurturing from our mate, it's like we're lacking something. We can't connect to what we don't have a connection to. And with that being the issue, a lot of women that I've I've known – cheat, step out their marriage, and guys are like, oh, my God, I'm so hurt. I can't believe it. she a bee, she this and the other. I mean, look at what you did not provide to her and vice versa. I've seen men who like nurturing, a woman who like nurturing, or men who like nurturing, like I said, because their their mom didn't show them how to love and, and receive love or give love, not solely by the father and, you know, daughters with their dads but that's where was we talking where was that at where did I come from but anyhow (laughs) I was trying to figure out what stuff I fit into no I mean you went straight from doing that to you know uh, being nurturing because I mean it's one of those things where where does the the over where does the overlap go from when you're trying to show a woman too much love to when you become a bugaboo and when it really comes down to it, you're not being a bugaboo. <clears throat> you're just being nurturing and some women can't receive being nurturing because they never seen it before hands on. And that's why it's very important to discuss all of this stuff. How do you show affection? Are you open to public display of affection? Do you kiss? Do you like having sex often? That's why those questions are very important before you start saying, hey, you're my man, you're my woman, because then you get in a relationship and you start settling. Well, I'm not going to say, his, his, you know, he don't do it right because, you know, maybe I can teach him. No, you should have asked him, can, do you like hitting it from the back or the front? I mean, what, you, what do you like? How do you like it? A whole lot of foreplay? I mean, what? Those questions need to be asked before you get involved because, I'll be damned if I get involved with a short dick nigga. I'm not doing that. That's not that's not how it's supposed to be rolling. We need to talk. And, and, 
okay, explain this. How how are you going to know if he's not quite handling the right equipment? And that goes to our next topic of how soon is too soon. <laughs> That's why I call you my pseudo co-host because you be on it. I mean, you don't know without experience it, but you can tell by their conversation. There's certain things that women know, Matt, just to put you on a game, that let us know that you are lacking in that area. Okay, I'm listening. Think, Please. Some think Please. it's because you're boasting and bragging about it, but no, your 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 lack of confidence about it shows that you ain't packing there. You know, or or if you talk about, you know, if you ask, did you like it? I mean, how was it? I mean, you never talk about how it is. Why do you need all that feedback, boo? Why? <laughs> you don't think wait you put it down? Wait a minute. You wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. So, so are you one of those that you bust yours, yours two, three times? You don't even give them a a kiss. You just roll over and just go to sleep. No, we ain't talking about me. We talking about this topic that we talking about. <laughs> so you want to restructure your question? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, he should know. Well, he I take everybody on this show. <laughs> I'm saying, I, but no, it's I, not I about that. He... What it is about is that there's some men who are not comfortable in their manhood. So they do things really? and they ask questions later, like, "Did you like it? I mean, what made you? What, what did you like about it?" They want to inquire. They want to see like that. You know, what did I do that made you like it so much? Because other chicks ain't like it. Oh wow! So those, I mean, these are signs for women to know that a man is, is less is, is lacking in that area when they lack confidence. Now, there's the boasting. Is, the boasting part is also another inclination that he he might be small or less. Um, endowed in that area But just constant Like you know do you like it Well what if you don't like it Well you know what happens if you know sex ain't really that important Sex is important to everybody I don't want nobody to ever feed me that bullshit Sex is always important to people Whether you like it frequently Or irregularly It's important Yeah So try to see Try to dumb you down to what's not that important. You know, I'd rather connect with you on this other level, henny, henny, henny. That sounds cute and all, but it's bullshit, yo. I mean, I'm with you. It is it is a connection. It is very important, and, and she does need to know what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer in the fact that if you're going to keep somebody happy, then you 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 need to know exactly what you're doing in between them sheets and out of the sheets and on the way to the car and I mean everywhere you just need to know how to handle your business. Ain't that car? I'm just saying. I mean, on the trolley, uh, you know, getting a boat ride and you and all right. So what I'm saying to you is that uh, first of all, I really don't think that there is a time factor. When you start talking about wanting to, you know, rock somebody's world, I believe it's on the individual. I believe that it is something that that if the two have a bond, it can be a bond that they have talked about. And true communication cuts down on a lot of that jibber-jabber. So it can be one day, right. it can be two weeks, it can be, I mean, 
because it's like when you have true communication, most people can communicate in one hour and cover things that takes almost like really a week, two weeks to a month. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like if you have true communication and y'all start talking on a regular basis, I mean, what you know about each other makes you feel comfortable because y'all share true emotions and true communication, which means that the next thing is, you know, shoot, let's get on with the get on. Let me see what you let me see what you're working with. You know what I'm saying? And and there is no time tale because each person is actually different. I understand that, Matt. But what about those females who are looking for a commitment, and then they're in, they're they're gauged by conversations with with the man who say, you know, I'm this age. I don't feel like being out here like that. Whoop to whoop. I want to settle down. You know, you're interested. And, you know, they 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 really have to roll your whole red carpet out to you. Like this is you. And then you guys had the conversations like, okay, okay, well, we're gonna go to this level at this point, and it's gonna be that. And then you know, the the intimacy leads to sex, and then things well, kind of yeah. change, or things kind of dummy down. So that's well, why I'm talking about the whole two factor. I think How it's too soon. I honestly think I'm not a man, so I, I want your perspective on this. But I think it's too soon for a woman to just like drop the jaws—I mean, drop the jaws down crazy on a man, i.e., fellatio or Urban Dictionary terms, head, oral sex. Oh my goodness! Based oh, off of this, right. and we go together. I mean, because he gonna look at her like, okay, any nigga who come to you and say we go together, you gonna give him head? No, what I will say, what I will, you know what, and I'm I'm being honest with you now. I'm being 100%. Um, if you go in there and you rock that man's world, and I'm speaking from true experience, you rock his world, and I'm talking about you just all the way nasty. You sucking, you licking, you putting your mouth in places that only, only the doctor and God loves. I'm going to tell you right now Even after I promise you That is the man that you're going to be hard to get rid of Because he's going to be like She did that to me I don't want to ever do that That's my point Hold on I'm telling you right now No it's not It's not a bad thing You will always have a place in that man's heart you can get whatever Absolutely. you want. Absolutely, who wouldn't? But it's not. A, it's not like okay, he don't make so his. I'm trying to understand what the problem is. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be objective here. That doubles back problem. to the whole fuckable option thing. You know. You know, it, it could be cool. Like, okay, I'm gonna put it down for you, but then you know, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be normal. And my whole normal is you gotta be consistent with whatever is going on. When you start deviating from what what the consistency plan was established to be, do you start fucking up that option? You know, we yeah, we want to be saying, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm do this to him." Oh yeah, I'm gonna dig him down crazy. He's gonna. We be saying that in our head. We say that when we meet y'all, when we date y'all, when we talk with y'all. But it's like stuff men do. We be like, man, he just ugh, he could have had it though. He could, you know. We say that stuff. And that's the whole, that's the whole, I wish I could post, maybe I'll clean it up and put it on, you know, social media. But that's the whole purpose of that quote, is that we know 
we can do some dull, down, dirty, crazy stuff to y'all that y'all have probably never experienced, but then y'all fuck up the option by being inconsistent, being um, being um, inappropriate, disrespectful, just not be not being consistent, just being just dogged out crazy. Mm. That's just my. And I have a, I have a um a a, a Facebook per fan who acquaintance or whatever you want to call him on Facebook, Timothy Dowley, who always posts on Facebook in the Prices Minds group page, and he always talks about the struggle that of trying to understand why people just can't keep it one hundred. Why can't you say, you know what? I don't really feel like dealing with nobody on a, you know, relationship basis. I just want to kick it and maybe, you know, have sex. What's up? You down? Instead of playing all these games. And then that goes into the whole next subtopic, Matt, about jury duty. The whole convicting or clarifying, needing clarification and stuff. And, you know, you and I had a conversation about the whole married man thing and running to married men consistently and asking, where's your divorce decree? And you said when people, when a woman has that instinct that this man may be married or the red flags point to him possibly being married, she should walk away. But when is that confused with the whole paranoia of the past relationship residue? Who's to say I mean, the woman is not sitting there thinking like, well, Dag, I don't want to convict this man based on my past experiences with a, a, a man who was initial, who was married, but this man, you know, has some kind of married behavior, you know, Basically, he acts like he married. So what's what's wrong with saying, you know, I had this experience in the past. Can you show me your divorce decree? You ain't got to show me your order pages, the agreements. I just want to see the stamp page, <laughs> the DMC well, state. I'm saying like this. I think that if you have a problem or if you have a situation like that, and let's just and 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 I'm I'm going to I'm going to be fair in this situation. If you got if you got tried and done wrong, lied to in your face and things of that nature, and you believe a person or a situation the first time, and you moved on to another relationship and they exhibited certain similar similar and and familiar behavior to you, I I expect that when you met that person, you kind of told them about the situation prior to when you're communicating with them. So I believe that when you communicate that and you let them know that, hey, look, this has happened to me in the past. And, I mean, to be honest with you, I think it would even be better. It would even be better on the first date or the first time y'all really sit down and have a true communication be like, hey, look, I, I I think you're cool. We have some cool conversation, this, that, and the third, woo 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 And, hey, look, the last time I did this, buddy said he wasn't married. He was. I'll sit here and be like, look, is how would you feel about showing me your information just to make sure that I ain't going crazy so I don't get hurt the, the, the second time around? And if he say, all right, cool, then you should be good with it. But at the same token, if he say, no, I'm not cool with it, and he gives a valid reason why not, then you still got to be okay with it too. And then, like you said, at that point when you start seeing those red flags of the married behavior, you should just bounce. Yeah, because if you feel that's a major if that's a major issue, that means there's a trust factor there too. 
So you don't need to put yourself through all those issues. And, yeah, you definitely need to go ahead and throw up the deuces and kick rocks. And, you know, I want to address the trust. Hold on, man. I want to address the trust factor because a lot of people confuse the trust factor with being something more than what it is. To me, the trust factor is when you have trust issues based on past experiences of your trust on a certain level or a certain particular um, instinct or not instinct but a certain um, situation has been violated, have a right to hold on to that, not hold on to it to crucify anybody about it, but hold on to it as one of your triggers, that when you see that issue arising again, you know that's a trigger for you and you can't deal with it or you you need further validation. And I say that to say this, people don't always have trust issues because everybody has been disappointed it's what I call it. I don't really call it hurt because it really don't affect me to a hurting level, but disappointed or hurt by somebody at some point during a relationship that they thought was going a certain way that they, that didn't end up being in a, didn't end up going in the direction they thought it was going in. So that is just a precursor. It's like a toilet stain. It's like a stain in the toilet. You put some cleaner in there, you start seeing it evaporating. So once you're in into a relationship with somebody, you don't initially distrust them. You know there's a potential for them to not be trustworthy. But you don't convict them on everything. You don't question everything. You just let the relationship go. And as the relationship becomes healthier, that toilet stain with that comet or that, that whatever you want to call it, what's that stuff, the Lysol starts deteriorating that stain, which means your trust starts deteriorating to the point where you're able to trust fully this person because they have not given you any inclination that they're less worthy of that. So that's how I see trust. So I don't see trust as a total negative thing, trust issues as a total negative thing. I see it as something that can be um, worked out with proper, I guess, proper engagement pretty much. I mean, I hear what you're saying. when somebody prove, you know, someone when somebody shows that they are trustworthy, and you can trust them. You know, you all that kind of that it's like a layer; it kind of sheds off. What you gonna say, Matt? I mean, I think that it is it is true. Um, I mean, you do need trust, but at the same token, when when it, when you talk about like, I'm just a big person on. I'm kind of like the opposite. If you don't have trust, you don't have nothing. Because if you lie to me about something small, you lie to me about something big. So I believe that. So for me, if if you want me to believe that I'm the only person and I'm the only person you're dealing with, and you tell me this, and and all of a sudden I find out you have a living boyfriend or a living girlfriend, or you might have both. Married. You might be a living couple. You know what I'm saying? Are you married? Yeah. Right, are you married? You know what I'm saying? And you say, no, I'm not married, but then come to find out you're living with your ex-husband, you know what I'm saying, or whatever case may be. Then that's hard to me believe that, okay, when you say you're going to work from 9 to 5, you you at work nine, <laughs> 9 to 5. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it leads to other things. So I just need a woman to be a woman of her word, period just like a man need to be a man of his word and let that be what it need to be because 
if you have trust, then you don't have to worry about jury duty and being inspector gadget and cheaters and trying <laughs> to take conversations and 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 trying to you know what I'm saying go on Facebooks and let me let me Google if this person divorce is is finalized or anything like that because you certain things you need to have blind trust. Now once somebody messes up that trust then everything to me is off the table. It's hard to regain somebody's trust when you sit here and lie, especially in their face. I agree 100%. I totally agree. So with that being a trust issue, then let's go on to our next subtopic of on to the next one. Um, A girlfriend of mine just posted something on Facebook, ironically, and I invited her and her um, group of friends to tune into the show tonight. And it's like, who knows the exact time frame it takes to heal in order to move on to the next relationship? I've always had these conversations with people who thought, oh, well, it's too soon. Don't you think you need to take some time off? I'm like, take time off from what? And that was a major conversation that was gauged into my membrane during my, you know, separation, divorce with my ex-husband. I'm sitting here like, y'all don't understand. My emotion, my soul started to separate from this man early on. So this separation and divorce is just the end result of all of that. So instead of that, my, that was my healing part. I realized that it wasn't me. I realized what the issue was. I realized what I need to do next. I realized what I don't need to do anymore. I realized what my expectations should be. And, what my, and I realized a lot of stuff after that. I realized what my future looked like from that point on. So during that time of us getting to the point of separating and then divorcing, I was healing. I was getting rid of all that residue. I was going through my my um my my treatment plan, as you would say. I was I was checking off my issues. I was getting therapy. I was going over what I did, what I didn't do, what I could have done better, what I what you know, what couldn't have been helped. And that was my healing process. So once I got out that marriage, I was able to move on to another relationship immediately because I had already healed. I can't tell the judge, hey, I'm straight. Can you go ahead and up the court date? <laughs> right, right, right. Now, I do I do understand uh everything you're talking about because it is true when you're in a when you're in a marriage, the divorce date itself is one day, but when you start separating yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, long before you come before the judge and anything of that nature. So when it is time for you to move on, um, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Be glad you can wait until the date comes. You Typically you'd be like, you know what, I'm good. Uh, I could be moving on while I'm still with this person. But because you've already separated yourself and made up in your mind that this the relationship is no longer going to be a part of your life. So the truth of the matter right. is, is that, you know, I feel that when you're emotionally ready to move on, mentally, I believe the physical is always going to be there, but but moving on really depends on what your moving on process is. If you're moving on and saying, hey, I just want to have fun for a little bit, that's one thing. And fun could be, you know, trying out some new cars, and, and and some new partners that you haven't had a chance to find out, some new partners. Or it could be towards the fact where I'm ready to move on to another serious relationship. 
I believe all of those contingencies is based on the fact of are you ready to move on emotionally? You know, you know yourself when you're ready to move move, move on. So there is no time frame. Exactly. And um, I forgot who my friend was. Um, I forgot. Some, I want. I want to see what your response is to this um, quote. And any listeners, if you're out there listening, please press one to give a comment or ask a question. You can do it anonymously, or you can say who the heck you are, and we'll go ahead and bring you into this conversation. But Matt, there was a post on, on Facebook that said, "Girls chase niggas, not men." That's on you when the outcome don't add up. Oh, yeah, that was Denzel. But uh, anyway, I agree with that because when you sit there, and that goes back to the whole jury duty thing that we spoke about um, personally, we're offline and on the show, is that when you feel you have to go to that level, that point with that person, when you feel that person is, is negating from the truth or being manipulative or deceptive of what they're saying to you, in order dealing with that any further is is setting you up. You set yourself up because this person's already showing you um, unconsciously that you're about to go through some stuff with them. So engaging in all that and dealing with that continuously is basically setting yourself up. So I agree with that um, little quote. I thought it was kind of cool. But at the same time, it was, like, too straightforward to share. At any rate, on to the whole excuses subtopic, which is our last topic, always being busy. I get a lot of people who say they're, um, well, I'm very active. I do this, I do that, I do that, I do that. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, but it takes about 1.1 seconds to send a text and maybe about 20.1 seconds to call and say, hey, this Busy right now, calling and say, hey, how you doing? All right, then I'll talk to you later. So I really don't go into the whole excuses part of everything. <laughs> People um, fly away on that when they want to. But what is your take on being busy? You know, I understand sometimes people with small kids or young or kids at all have their schedules and their, their appointments and their sports and stuff for their kids because <laughs> they're not available. But at what point does that get? Intolerable. Well, you don't want to you well, don't dealing with that. You know, you do you you do like uh you have a busy schedule, especially single parents. They have busy schedules, and yes, it doesn't take long to to throw a text to saying hey, thinking about you, and you know that kind of stuff. I think it. I think I've been on both sides of the track where it's you know I've let work consume. And you can all you can get in, in lost in your in, in like your job and your profession and your career, and you can be like, dang, you look up, it's nighttime, or dang, you look up, it's time to go get the kid, and you still got things you got to do at work, and after you put the child down, you go back to working because you're trying to get ahead and trying to get things done, and you kind of put relationships or you put who you want to talk to or get with on the back burner because if it's not bringing you a check and if it's not bringing you no money and getting you further ahead in life then that's a, a luxury that you – it's what you what you prioritize as being important to you. You see what I'm saying? Oh. So okay, it's – Okay, I need to write that to some people. Say that again. What you say? Because what you say if it's not bringing you a check? I need to write that to some people. If it ain't bringing – 
I mean, if it ain't bringing you a check and it ain't making you more money, then it's not taking you further ahead. Then I mean, it's it you need it's it's really not important to you. You got to prioritize it. It's something that you want. But I mean, if it come down between, and I'm just being honest, I'm on the grind trying to get further, and I'm putting my son down, and it's either on the I'm, I'm I have an option of texting this beautiful, fine girl and, and trying to engage in a conversation or putting some programming together for the next day that's going to give me this check that I'm working for so I can go ahead and take a, a girl out, then I'm going to be on the ground taking, getting, getting this, getting this check versus you, I'm, you trying to figure out how to, how to actually, you know, get with some old chick. But Matt, let me ask you this. Let's say a chick says she, she's active and she's busy and hand in hand hand, you know, the whole spill, right? So let's say oh, yeah. she, she texts, Good morning. She, you know, text you good morning. Oh, hope you have a great day. This that and the other. But there's there, there's really any phone calls between you two. Either you don't make them or she don't make them. Do you okay. feel that you're at fault for not making them, or should you be more active in making them? But when you do make them, they go unanswered most of the time. Oh no! If I make them and they go unanswered, then the first thing I'm gonna, I mean, the first thing I'm gonna do oh, is is let that person. If, Most of the time. If I, if, okay, I'm telling you just like this. If we text good morning and we don't text all day, and it's going and it's back and forth where we don't text each other, we don't call each other, and that's then that's one thing that's cool. But if we text good morning and then you don't call no more today, and I'm calling you throughout the day and you don't respond to my phone call, then we have an issue. We have an issue. We have an issue that day. That won't continue because if I'm sitting here telling you or if I'm calling you and I have the time to take out my day to call you, then you have enough decency. If you don't pick up the phone, you better send a text saying, hey, babe, I'm I'm, I'm with a client. I'll call you right back. Or, hey, I'm wrapping a meeting. It would not be where I don't get no response, no phone call back, no text message saying something A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and you think it's going to be all right because – if you can't show me enough respect to give me the enough decency that you should have to let me know that you see me calling and, re- and responding back to me and picking up the phone and saying, hey, babe, this, that, you don't got to worry about me. You don't have to worry one more one more day. I'm quick to cut you off. I don't got time for the foolishness now. <laughs> I like what you said about um, making time. You know, when you're when you're dating with younger children, and you also you always have to secure childcare in order to go out. The 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 lunch dates that you know meeting in between getting the kids from school was important, and a lot of people don't tolerate that because they don't feel like it. You know, it's not during the time when they want to hook up because it's, it's daylight. You get what I'm saying? It's daylight outside.
you know, let's meet drink for drinks later on. No, let's meet for lunch. Let's go to a little sushi spot. <laughs> Man, yeah, you go ahead and eat that fish if you want to, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, I think you know if anybody, I, I do think some, I do think some men are lost in the in the sense of what a lady is, and either it's an ego thing or like a nurturing thing where they feel that their advancement on a woman is not necessary. Women like to be, you know, like you said, men are natural hunters, right? So women like to be hunted. We don't always want to be, hey, we're me, here we go, look at us, hey, <laughs> do you see me? We want somebody to say, hey, I noticed you, you know, I feel this way about you, I think this of you, I want to engage with you in this type of manner. You know, if you just let us walk past you and not acknowledge us, then we're going to walk past and then a man who's going to be like, hey, I see you, <laughs> what's up? I agree. I mean, it goes. Everything goes both ways, you know. We got we got to share the love. I'm pretty sure women see that too, looking for the the one with the better car, or the better house, or the better clothes, or the better cologne. Besides the one who just shop at Bath and Body Works with his his smell good. So she went a Macy's cologne shopper. Some people don't feel like it's necessary. Some people got natural body chemistry that just Exudes better with bath and body works. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, I tell you what, I think that uh, how can I how can I say this nicely? I'm gonna say it to you like this: When you grown and you in a relationship, or you around here trying to be that one person where that man or that woman is not trying to go nowhere, you pull out the stops that you need to pull out to make that person happy, however that goes. And whatever physical, whatever location, whatever the premise is, I mean, sometimes the best times is when it's unexpected. And when you never know when to expect it, it can keep you always fresh. That's true. That's a, that should um, be a quote. I'm about to have a book of, book of Sherry P. quotes in a minute going on anyhow. <laughs> good. But um, as always, we're um, I know we 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 got near to the. Yeah, do we have any? Hold on, I've been slipping. So are we, we're near end. We're near to the end of the show. I don't know why Shirley Brown's song came in my head. Woman to woman, it must be something you said before. That triggered that song, but um, I have no clue where that came from. But um, Matt, as always, I appreciate you being my pseudo co-host on the Process Mind Show. You get some very invigorating facts and stuff. But let me ask you this one question. This was an inbox question, because um, a lot of the other ones that I received kind of an- were answered during these five topics subtopics, but. What do you feel is the most deceptive factor when people are not very open or clear about their in- intentions with that individual they're interacting with or they connect with? For example, let's say you meet somebody and, you know, she's engaged. She talks to you when you call her, but she doesn't really make an effort to call you. She'll call you sometimes 
or text you before you do. You know, so it, it throws you off to thinking that she's not really that into you. You're thinking she's into you. But the connection is not there because she's not interacting with, I mean, she's not forced or she's not engaged in connecting. At what point do you walk away at, or at what point do you inquire, you know, what's lacking, what's needed, you know, to stay with this person or stay involved with this person? I mean, I, I'm going to say it to you like this. When you, the person, realize that what you're looking for is not being reciprocated back to you or being delivered back to you the way that you need to be delivered back to, you communicate that with that person right then. I believe a lot of the times what we do is just let it linger and go on and hoping that they'll correct itself or the problem won't exist if they see what the what If it comes to them without you saying something and they fix it themselves. I don't believe in that because you're just going to be stuck inside that area. If you have an issue saying, look, I'm texting you, I'm calling you, and it just seems that you're not feeling me the same way I'm feeling you, we would have that conversation immediately when, as soon as I feel that way. Now, it's on that person to sit here and say, no, I am feeling you that way, or you, you know, right, right. I mean, we just, got to, we just got to know each other, and, you know, that person is falling back and taking it slow. So you know where that person need to be with you, and you need to, you know, control your feelings and put put your feelings in check and know that that person doesn't deserve your heart. That would save a lot of heartache if you just check somebody at the door and as soon as you know that what you're looking for is not give, being given back to you, it'll be a wrap. Wrap, and that's why I watch Snap, because people be going crazy over stuff. Hey, it's, it's, it pays to be honest and forthright. I watch Snap and what else do I watch? Snap and Fatal Attraction. Yeah, people go crazy. That they do. Anybody got time for that? But Matt, we're at the last couple minutes of our show. I want to um, go ahead and close out the show. I thank you so much for being on the Price of Mind show tonight. I know you'll be a frequent pseudo co-host in the future, so everyone be open and um, aware that he will be making his appearances on this show as my pseudo co-host. Um, every now and again, and tune in next Tuesday um, as we have a special host, I mean a special guest on the Price of Mind show. Is there anything you want to sh- share or give out to the listeners as your closing remarks? Well, again, thank you for having me, Miss uh, Sherry P. And um, I, w- I, w- I will leave you with this quote: "It's never too soon." To move on But when you do move on Make sure that you as a person is ready To move on with every aspect of your life Don't let the person who you're moving on with Define who you are Booyah <laughs> Alright Matt I appreciate you being on the show I will talk with you soon I hope you have a great evening You do the same Have a good one I want to leave you guys with this um, true story from David Burris that he posted on Facebook. He said, a man could lose his job, house, mother, and best friend all in the same day and still want to make love that night. A woman could not. Why? Men have the ability to disassociate life circumstances with with lovemaking. 
wives don't compartmentalize like we like men do. For wives, sex and life are in the same category. The smallest interruption in her life can throw the whole thing off. If men are going to experience more fulfilled sex lives with their wives, they've got to be intentional about relieving the stress. There is some relieving the stress. There is something that happens when the money is right, the kids are behaving, and all the bills are current. Go too far. Please tune into the Price is Mind show next Wednesday as we have a special guest. I thank you for listening. Have a great evening. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.